This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Good evening and happy Sunday, everyone. And thank you for joining me for another episode of the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, matchmaker, dating coach, and founder of singleinthecity.ca. Thank you, everyone, for joining me tonight. How can you be more successful when dating online? Well, tonight I'm joined by Coach T. Anthony to give you some pointers. Oh, yes, he's here. Coach T is an online dating expert and coach committed to getting results for his clients. He helps men and women succeed in the world of online dating. And Coach T is also the author of the book, Online Dating Secrets, a comprehensive guide to online dating full of the secrets um, that he shares with his clients. And tonight we're going to be chatting about how you can stand out online how to make the algorithm work for you, uh, and Coach T's hacks for success online. Well, thanks for joining me tonight, Coach T. How's it going? It's going great. It's good to be here with you, Laura. I know. Long time, right? I've known I you missed for you. I know you are incredible. I love you online on Instagram, and, and you're amazing. <laughs> so thanks for Thank being you. here. So let's start off uh, by talking about the importance of, of making a, a great first impression online, because let's face it. Most people uh, will only take a few seconds to determine if, if you could be the one for them. So it's worth getting that first impression right. You usually only have one shot at it unless, you know, you repost new pictures and change up your bio. So how can people make that great first impression online? Uh, and then we're going to, you know, dive into all the other good stuff. I agree. The first impression is everything because you only have three to five seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make Do an we, impression. Wait, wait, I don't even think we have that because have you seen the way people are swiping these days, Coach T. Anthony? I mean, like, and I'm guilty of it, okay? Because when I was dating online, I was like, like, it was like, do, 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 like that quickly. Right. Like, and then you go, you know, then you, you go so quickly and, and you go past someone and you're like, oh no, how do I get that guy back? <laughs> well, but not yeah. only that, we live in a TikTok world now. So mm-hmm. we're all, we're, our whole lives is 15 seconds or less. <laughs> everything that we do, we watch, everything is just scroll past quickly. And so, yes, the first impression is, by far the most important. And we start with obviously the photos. If your photos aren't good, uh, the rest of the profile is not going to get looked at. It's just literally just that simple. Yeah. And And so, oh, sorry. Because, because both men and women are visual. I mean, men are a little more visual than women, but you know, women are visual as too. And and people don't know you. So they're going to judge you based on your pictures and your bio. And that means, you know, having the best photos for your online dating profile guys is so crucial, right? It's everything. Because again, people tend to make that split second decision on whether to swipe left or right to reply to a message that they received on a dating app. So let's chat about profile pictures, and how you can show your personality off through them. So what are our some best practice? Okay, so let's talk about first, the best practices when taking photos, because I know that you talk about this in your book. Okay, so the, the, the goal of you know, six photos is what I, I always recommend, right? Mm-hmm. So here's the goal. The goal is through these six photos, am I seeing the person that I'm going to get when I actually meet them in person? That's right. the goal. I want to feel mm-hmm. comfortable like, okay, this is the person I'm going to get when I meet them in person. So yeah. what do people do? 
they usually take a couple car selfies for the first couple ones and then they go into hobbies they're on a ski slope in a goggles and a hat and a puffy jacket and all of a sudden we start to lose interest because now we we're not comfortable knowing that this is the person we're going to get because we don't know what they look like right right so the so the deal is all I tell my clients is six photos, get it, go get a mini shoot done, a couple different outfit changes. They're all consistent, right? They, they focus on you with the background kind of blurred out. It's called the bokeh effect. And those are just, uh, these are just outstanding types of photographs that will allow you to stand out and allow the viewer to go, oh, okay, I kind of like this. Let me go down and finish out this profile. That's it, mm-hmm. when you kind of screw up and, and post a, p- a picture of you when you're 35 and then the next one, you look like you're 50. We're not <laughs> detectives. We're not investigating. We're not doing any of this anymore. We three seconds and you're out. We have hundreds of people to be seen in the waiting room. Yeah, I totally agree. And what are the best practices for taking your own profile pictures? Because, you know, I, on Clubhouse, I used to host this room, how to take the best profile picture at home. And I would teach people, you know, like I have a one sheet on how to do that. And I know that you write about that in your book. So do you want to talk about that quickly? Yeah, all you have to do is make sure that you're uh, utilizing, you know, the um, there are certain aspects, depending on what phone you have. There's uh, different things that you can utilize that is portrait mode, right? All you need is, is if you have a, uh, a stand you, where you put your phone on, you could do delays, you could do, uh, you know, looking over the shoulder. I mean, you could do so many things with your own phone by yourself. And all you got to do is look on YouTube and TikTok. How do you take better photos, right? Yeah. yeah. Or get a friend. You know, I always recommend, hey, give, give you know, access you know, to a friend that said, Hey, tonight, take photos of me, get, get some good shots of me and, and so forth. And the right. more you take, the better off you are, because the more you'll be able to choose the best ones. I say that all the time too, right? Like these supermodels, you think they take 10 photos and that's it. They take a thousand guys, a thousand photos. And that's right. a trick. Take a hundred photos, you know, and you're, you're bound to have one or two or three or four that you like. I mean, like everyone always says to me, Laura, you look so amazing in your photos. I was like, cause I take a bunch of them. I don't just take one shot. My, I drive my friends crazy, by the way. Can you take one more? Can you take, cause none of them are like influencers like me online. So they just don't freaking get it. Right. <laughs> right. But, right. but yeah. So, and also like, since you're marketing yourself for love instead of a job, try to avoid the serious headshots that appear on like LinkedIn profiles. You know, we don't like those. I'm not a big fan of those in studio pictures. What do you think? Like I don't, yeah, I don't, nah. yeah, you definitely don't want to use a, a business LinkedIn professional type photo. If you can, if you can avoid it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because most times a lot of people will have one, uh, you know, headshot for their business or whatever. So they'll go ahead and put that as the first shot, right? It's like yeah. a four or $500 headshot more than likely. And then the other photos will never, ever um, show the respect of that first photo, how, how yeah. good it is, the lighting it is. And then all of a sudden these other photos can't keep up. And so you want to make sure the photos are consistent. So yeah, stay away from that because more than likely your other photos aren't going to be that quality. 
Exactly. And guys, if you're having a hard time and you want to take pictures at home, you don't know how to do it, email me, Laura, at singleinthecity.ca. I'll send you the one sheet that I created because it's all about the lighting, too. And so there's a few tips and tricks in there that will help you. Um, and also, we're going to talk about how you can get Coach T. Anthony's book at the end of this uh, show. Now, also, pictures should be recent, okay? Six months to a year old. Now, if you've gained or lost a lot of weight, right? Or you've grown facial hair, you change the color of your hair, you need to show that in your photos, you need to be current, you don't want people, you know, when you show up, they're looking at you going, do I, I don't, is that them? Like, I kind of looks like them, but I'm not sure. That's a total turnoff. <laughs> Isn't it coach T Anthony? <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. And not to mention, you don't want to post photos, even if they are, you know, six months to a year is a good uh, range. However, within the six months to a year, you have holidays. So if, mm -hmm. if it's July and you're, you've got pictures of you standing by a Christmas tree, nah, that's not going to work, right? Yeah. They're going to be like, how old is this? When was it from? They're, they're just not, the brain's going to go mush and they're just going to swipe left. But bikini shots can do well in the winter because you could be on a vacation. So hmm, that could work. It could. It, it, look, I always say there's always one-offs in life. <laughs> <laughs> and you know again like we can be very subjective about our photos so ask a friend or a family member to help you choose or or hire someone like myself like coach t anthony that can help you both write your profile and help you select the right images it doesn't even cost that much money and it will make a world of difference for you guys okay uh, now let's talk about the sort of pics that we should be using you know um Let's, we'll start with you. What, what sort of picture should we be using? Uh, well, it depends. If, if I have a female client, I like to see them in red or a bright color. Oh, red. I love it. Hot, right? sexy. Yeah. Yes, I absolutely. It does. I've done testing on this and it's definitely, you know, it blows the doors off of any, any other picture. Black and white photos are great. I always recommend just having one though. You know, you in a nice outfit. If you're a guy, maybe you're in a tuxedo or a suit. Um, you know, a rainy street. It always looks good with the lighting. Always, you know, have probably one of those to make you make your profile stand out. Other photos is is smiling. I, you know, I can't yes. tell you how many times I see photos that you, you're not smiling. Yeah, and you want to make sure you're. We can see you, so we don't want obviously you looking over a mountaintop or into a ravine with your arms up like it's a motivational <laughs> shot. You know what I I'm know. saying? Yeah. Right. So we want literally six photos of you bright and cheery, positive. And look, if, if you have a hobby that you want to display, there's you can always bring a tennis racket, a golf club or a golf bag and, and take some photos like that. The photographers, if you're hiring one, can usually put those in uh, quite easily. I love those tips. And um, you have to also keep your target market in mind, okay? So choose your primary photo based on what you think the type of man or woman you want to date would want to see. Um, this is your first impression we're talking about. So your clothes should be clean, in good shape, and they should fit well, guys. You should be comfortable in those clothes. And also, um, one I would suggest at least one full-length body shot. Like they want to see your body. You know what happens? Like, it's almost like that, you know, when the guy always wears the hat in every single photo, I automatically think, okay, he has no hair and that's okay. If you have no hair, right? Because someone is going to accept you for that. So, you know, like it, that's another thing. If you, if you are bald or 
even if you're not bald, don't, don't be wearing a cap in every single photo. So we want to make sure that, you know, again, you know, we know who we're talking to here when we're, when we're choosing these photos. And I would avoid, you know, the topless mirror selfies. I, I think it displays immaturity. And it, to me, like, I'm thinking, okay, this person just wants sex. What do you think? Absolutely. And not, not to mention, how is it that all these selfies are done in the bathroom <laughs> on a, a toothpaste stained mirror and they got the, you know, the, the clothes in the background, the laundry on the bed. I just don't, I don't understand it. I mean, I've seen some selfies that, okay, maybe one selfie might be good, but I have not seen a whole lot that I would say yes to. So yes, I agree. It's not very good because most of the time the bedroom is right in the background. And what does that scream? That screams, hey, you know, this is my bedroom. Why should anyone yes. get to see your bedroom on a dating profile? Exactly. And if you wear glasses, like seeing glasses, make sure you wear them in some of your photos, like at least one. Um, and sunglasses are a no-no. People want to see your eyes, folks, okay? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be chatting about how you can crack the online dating algorithm. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night. Welcome back to The Dating and Relationship Show on AM640. I'm Laura Bellata, your host with my special guest, Coach T. Anthony, another dating coach. Um, we are discussing how online dating apps find you matches. We're going to talk about the algorithm now. Okay. So you've made your profile and you're ready to start meeting new people online. Now in your book, you talk about how the algorithm works when it comes to online dating. Now I, myself, I'm going to learn a thing or two from you today on this. Okay. How does this work? How do they decide who to show you? Let's talk about it. Okay. So the algorithm is like a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. So if you have a profile, that is optimized with great photos and you're utilizing the prompts, you're utilizing the things they ask for, most likely people are gonna look at this and say, hey, I like this profile, they're gonna swipe right. Now, a lot of people are swiping right for two different reasons. One, because they're interested in you. And two, they just admire the profile and think, I might not have a shot, but I'm gonna swipe right anyway. What these people don't get is that they, this takes the profile up into another level of popularity. So after a couple of weeks, what happens is you start seeing other profiles that are also have risen to popularity. Beautiful. Then the algorithm kicks in and, and then starts matching these this group of people with the interests that you have listed and, and laid out. And it's kind of crawls through your, through your profile and, and does matching like that. Oh, I love it. See, I didn't even know that. I learned a thing from you today. Now, okay, I like this part. Let's chat about how you can make the algorithm work for you, though. Like, what tips do you have to help people find matches that might actually work for them? Are there certain settings that you should be focusing on? Well, here's the thing. A lot of people are not filling out the interest correctly. Like, because a lot of apps will require you to pick a few interests. It's because the algorithm needs something to work with, right? So a lot of people just pick anything. And so what happens is after a couple of weeks, you're going to be matching with someone who likes hiking every weekend because you uh, picked hiking and you might think hiking is cool, but you might not want to hike every weekend, right? 
So you really got to be mindful of what you're choosing on the interest. Like even Tinder will highlight, you know, that the, a profile that you're looking at says, hey, you both are matching with this interest and it highlights it for you, right? So Interesting. that is one thing you have to make sure that you're doing correctly. And you, if you want to boost your, the algorithm uh, every week or two, mix up the prompts, pick a different prompt, maybe insert another photo, switch the photos around because dating apps give all the new profiles first attention, right? Because they want to, they want to get those people in front of people because they just joined the app, right? So you kind of kind of fall off in the algorithm the longer you stay on. So to kind of trick the algorithm into thinking that you're new, what you want to do is switch some things up and the algorithm will say, oh, this is a new profile or something's been changed and now they're ready to, you know, get back on the apps and spend more time. I love it, you know, and I think you should switch things up regularly anyways. I mean, if things aren't working out for you, change your first, your, you know, your primary photo, for example, because someone may have swiped left the first time, but then they see this new photo and they, you know, you may catch their eye and they may think, hmm, okay, who's this, right? And so they may have not noticed you the first time, but they may notice you the second time. And again, I encourage you to get help if you're struggling in this area because it really doesn't cost a lot. Um, any others or? Uh, yeah, no, that's, I mean, if you really want to, if you could just focus on your interest and making sure that you're utilizing everything that the app is trying to give you for your profile, that includes an Instagram. And we could talk about that later. Um, yeah. Everything that, the more you utilize, the more the algorithm can take into account and match you with the appropriate person. So when person gets on their bio and says, I'll fill this out later, you're not doing yourself a service because there's no keywords in there for the algorithm to use. Oh, I love this advice. You are the bomb, man. Why? How come I didn't have you on the show earlier? I think I asked you last year. You were busy and then I forgot. You're like, you forgot about me? <laughs> Well, not really, because I see you in my Instagram feed. Do you want to talk about the um, the in, the Instagram thing right now? Like what you you just mentioned something about Instagram, but we can talk about it right oh, now if you'd like. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, so look, the dating apps understand that you know most people are utilizing six photos, right? Mm-hmm. And what they have seen, a lot of people are failing and being unsuccessful with these six photos because they're trying to jam everything about their themselves into these photos their hobbies, their personality. And a lot of people are swiping left. So what they've done for us is just created an entire nine grid uh, photo gallery for you to add more photos. I mean, forget that it's even Instagram. It's just they're Mm -hmm. utilizing Instagram to add more photos of your lifestyle, whatever you want to show. I like that. So the reason people are utilizing it wrong is is that there's there's a little trick to it because your feed in your dating profile will change as you, as you post on Instagram, right? So what you want to do is not utilize your personal Instagram. You want to create an entire new account and then put the nine photos that you want people to see, right? And those will never change because you're not posting to that account. So really all you're doing is allowing people to see nine or even more photos of you and which will enhance their ability to see what kind of person you are. Upgrading the apps is all about convenience and taking the frustration out of this, the, the free stuff. The free is just 
it's just going to get you frustrated because you're trying to use the app the way it's really not intended. It's kind of like a preview, right? Yes. Bumble is not saying, hey, we're going to find you a match on this free, on the free version, right? They're just like McDonald's. They want to make money too. And <laughs> as you upgrade the app, they're going to give you better uh, results because, you know, convenience wise, I'm not doing a lot of work. I'm just looking at a box of the people uh, that are interested in me. And, get, and another thing that I like is that when you look at this box and you go, oh my God, I'm not interested in any of these people, right? Maybe it's, it's, you're, you're, maybe it's saying something to you like, hey, maybe you need to change your, your profile. Maybe you're not doing a great job at attracting mm -hmm. the person that you're, you're liking. Maybe you need to upgrade your photos. Maybe you need to redo your bio. So it really does have a two-prong effect, right? The convenience and actually telling, saying to you, hey, here's what you're attracting. Great, great, great advice. Okay, what about the different dating apps? I mean, they all work in different ways. How do you pick the one that will work best for you? You know, like when it comes to dating apps, like I always recommend signing up for, you know, two to three, maximum of three at a time. I mean, this is what I suggest. So I'm curious to know if you suggest the same thing. Because, you know, when you sign up for too many apps, it's like you have so much going on. Like we already have social media and then you add like 10 apps in there. It gets confusing so that you forget who you've connected with and you don't end up making connections with anyone. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree. Because what happens is when you sign up for too many apps, you lose your discipline. You don't have any discipline of sitting down and intentionally swiping anymore. Now you're just going from app to app and swiping a few here, swiping a few there. And now it's just like any other app. You're just now swapping from all kinds of different apps. What I suggest is picking one for the first month, get used to that, kind of like it. And then you can add one more in. But I want you to get used to one app first. I don't want you to sign up for two and try to navigate because here's what's going to happen. When I'm on Bumble and, I, and then I switch to Tinder, it's a completely different swipe thing, right? When you, because mm -hmm. you have to click on the, on the actual picture on Tinder for them to swipe the, the actual, um, you know, profile. So if, you, if, you're, if you're in that Bumble mode, you're going to swipe up and give it a, a, um, a super like. <laughs> which you, you, which you don't want to do, right? Oh, I've done that. I've done that. I'm like, oh, don't. Yeah. I just super like that guy. <laughs> you get confused because the apparatus is a little bit different. And so if you, you're on Bumble for 20 minutes and then you switch to Tinder, now you're thinking you're still on Bumble, but it's not, it doesn't work the same way. Mm -hmm. So I always like to stay on one for a month and then you can switch over and, and you know, add one in. Or, or just try another one. But too many apps is definitely uh, a no-no in my book. It just gets too confusing. Yeah. So let's talk about how we can choose the one that's right for us. Like, let's talk about our favorite. Like, I, I have my favorites. Um, you know, I like Bumble. I like Tinder. Uh, I, I, you know, I like Hinge. Um, I like Match. Bumble, though, I don't know if it works too well for most guys, you know, because it's... I think it's best for like confident women who like to take the first step or men who want to let her, you know, make the first move. But what's your take on Bumble? It's my go-to. 99% of my clients use Bumble. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk yep. about it. Yeah. yeah let's talk the, about it. Why do you like it so much? I like it because of the quality. Okay. Uh, you know, they do a lot of good things. They, you know, when it's funny because I'll, I'll, uh, 
swipe on someone and match and and I'm talking to someone and all of a sudden, you know, this person has been removed from Bumble because of violation. Well, you never see that on Tinder. Ever. But you see, well, you see that on Hinge way too much. T Hinge pisses me off because of that. I know oh, I like yeah. on oh on Clubhouse, I've talked to so many people who and you know, they don't even give you a warning. They don't tell you why. Like if someone can just you know, say something or like report you for whatever reason, they could just hate on you that day. Next thing you know, your account's taken down, you're suspended. And then you try to get it back and they just never bring you back. Yeah, I've heard the same. Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah. So I don't like, I don't like that app for that, like Hinge. Um, okay, so Bumble you like, and what would you say the main demographic is? I, I'm thinking like 18 to 30, something like that. On Bumble? Yeah. Uh, I, well, let's put it this way. My clients are usually in their thirties, forties, and fifties. Beautiful. Okay. So, and they do quite well, right? The only reason I would go off Bumble to a match or something bigger is if they live in a small town and they just can't get the, the zip code algorithm going because there's not enough people. Right. But mostly 99% of the time they succeed. And of course, 99% of my clients are women. So of course I help them with the first message and all that. So they're not doing the same thing guys do that just say, Hey, or hi, or what have you. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, how about Tinder? Let's talk about that. Now I like Tinder, you know, mm -hmm. I, I met uh, the person I'm dating right now on Tinder and I, I know that, you know, it, it's known for its hookups, but I think again, if you're dating with intention, you can meet anybody on any app. Okay. So how do you feel about Tinder? I absolutely love Tinder for my ah, demographic. Okay. Yeah. For my demographic, you're not going to find 30 and 40 year old only fans, you know, subscription uh, seekers, right? My clients that are 18, 19, 20 have a hard time on Tinder because there's a lot of women on there trying to promote Snapchat subscriptions and only fans. And it's just flooded with all these, um, practitioners of escorting and stuff like that. But you don't see that a lot when you're in your 30s, 40s and 50s. So it's just like any other app for that age group. But for a younger demographic that's looking for something serious, it's not that great. Okay, well, we're going to continue our conversation on this um, and how to choose the right dating app for you. We're also going to get into writing a bio. Yes, writing your bio when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 with myself, Laura Bellotta, joined by my guest, Coach T. Anthony, another dating coach. And uh, we're getting back to our chat on how to choose the best dating app for you. Okay, so did we were talking about Tinder. Is there anything else you want to say about Tinder? Um, because I like Tinder. I really do. It's one of my faves. I, I, I'll tell you a little secret mm -hmm. that I, I found out a long time ago. Secret. Okay. Uh, Tinder uh, will put all your matches in the second slot every time. What do you mean? So it, when you open up the app mm -hmm. and you see the first person, right? Yes, yes. You can swipe left or right depending on if you like them or not. The second okay. person you see is a 
always a match 100%. Okay. Yeah. That was in your book. Yes. I love that's another hack. I love it. So it's funny. I was on a zoom call, uh, Mm -hmm. a Facebook zoom call with a group that's learning dating and stuff like this. I did it live on my phone and it sure enough, it worked. (laughs) So, and they were all just like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. And they got back to me and says, yeah, it does work. Now this only works if you're utilizing the app and you actually have matches, right? Yes. If, if you don't, if, if, if the second slot person is in a match, then that means you don't have any. So that's another kind of cue to, Hey, okay. I don't have any matches right now, but yeah. Why tender does this? I don't know, but we now know. So let's take advantage of it. All right. Match.com. What do you think? It's old. It's old school. Uh, it's, it's a go-to for someone living in a small city. I like it. I use it. Um, I like it for the older demographic. I also like it for people who are really serious about a relationship. I think I find you can really find some serious men on there. That's what I have found. Um, and I'm, of course, in the older demographic. Yeah, no, I agree. I absolutely agree. And you know what? I just saw an ad from Match on uh, Instagram saying, put your credit card away. And because you now can uh, message uh, everyone, your super likes or something like that. And I thought, oh my gosh, what is this? So I got to get mm-hmm. on there and check that out. But yeah, yeah, I don't know, but, uh, I'm going to check it out, see what the caveat is. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and, and then uh... <laughs> do you have any other, we'll just do one more, one more favorite. I don't know if we talked about hinge. I don't know if hinge is. I'll tell you my not. favorite. Okay. And, what's well, your favorite? It's probably not a lot of people's favorite Facebook. Okay. Okay, let's talk Facebook about it because I'm not a oh Facebook dating. I was going to yes. say not just Facebook, Facebook no, dating. No, Facebook dating app. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's talk about it. Why do you? Because um, I've I've had girlfriends like oh like the bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel. Like, yep. You know, some people say the nastiest things. Yeah. But okay, so why do you like Facebook dating? Uh, because it reminds me of when the first when the apps first came out. It's 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 got no bells and whistles. It's really just simple. It's like somebody made it in, in their studio in their mom's basement. And it's just real simple. That's why I like it. And it's literally the, the entire, uh, you know, thing about it is like you swipe or you do this. And it's like, I don't know. I saw lots of good quality people on there when I was on it. And I tell my clients to get there and do it all the time. And they're like the same way, like, hey, this is actually not too bad because they're not it's, they're not being overwhelmed. There's a couple actions that you can do and that's it. Yeah. So I, you know, I have dipped my toes in there because I wanted to see what it was all about. And I agree with you. There are some, you know, decent people in there. And also like they will, um, they'll mention like, if you have um, common friends, right. Mm -hmm. And I like that part about it as well. I love that part because yeah. You know, I'll reach out to them and be like, hey, you know, just what do you think about this person or whatever? And, you know, it's, uh, you know, I like it because you can kind of do a little bit of research and be like, oh, okay. And that's another thing you have in common, right? So if you don't have anything to talk about, you you definitely have someone in common, right? Hey, you know, Ben. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. You know, I went to school with Ben. So it gives you another, Mm. another insight of some of how to maybe, uh, curate a message, right? Oh my God, we we're, we have common friend Ben. Ben yeah. is the shiz and is, you know. How do and you then, know Ben, right? And then you can call Ben and go, Ben, 
or message Ben. We probably won't call him, but you'll message him and go, Ben, what's this guy all about? I love right. it. <laughs> right. Okay. So we have the profile pictures down, you know, we did that. And then our favorite dating apps now for the hard part. Okay. Writing a bio that will attract attention. So let's chat about what we should be including and tips that, you know, will make you stand out online. Okay. So I look at the bio as the new headline, you know, mm -hmm. remember back in the day where you'd see sexy male in search of sexy female, you you go on plenty of fish and you, it'd be nothing but all these headlines, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> Bumble is basically, they give you literally so many characters to utilize, right? So you have to utilize. So this is why I tell my clients, don't try to stuff everything into the bio, utilize the prompts also. So like for me, when I dated in the, during the pandemic, all my bio said was I'm happily single, but lucky for you, I'm flexible. <laughs> you know, that's all I had. That's all I said. Uh -huh. But in the prompts, I was able to, Hey, if you date me, uh, or no, you'll have fun dating me if, and then I'll be able to tell more about my wants and needs and stuff like that. Like a client of mine, mm -hmm. she went the quirky route in the bio and then you know, you'll, you know, we'll have fun dating if, you know, you're looking for, you know, uh, if you're marriage minded and looking to have kids one day, you know, just trying to throw this out there so she can weed some people out, but she's utilizing both the bio and the prompts together and not trying to stuff everything into the bio, right? The bio is kind of like, Hey, we want to attract, you know, we want to like get somebody's attention, right? It's not to lay out your list, right? And that's what mm -hmm. a lot of people do. They, they lay out either a list that's negative, what they don't want, or a list that, you know, they do want, which doesn't really tell me anything about that. Yes. Um, and you know what? We need to take a break. But uh, when we come back, we're going to continue this on uh, best practices for writing an online dating profile and more. We'll be right back. Bye. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show. You're listening to AM640. I'm Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca with my special guest, Coach T. Anthony. Um, and we were just in the last segment talking about, you know, best practices for writing an online dating profile. So let's continue with that. Um, what are some other tips that we can give them? Okay. So, you know, I always like the, um, uh, the, 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 the little game that, that people like to play. Um, it's uh, two truths and a lie, right? Mm -hmm. So if you really don't have anything, if you can't get your, your profile together, go with something like that, two truths and a lie, and let them be able to utilize that um, and be able to message you appropriately. We always want to make sure that we're putting something in our bio that someone can easily message us on, right? So two truths and a lie is good. That's, a, that's another tip, right? Uh, you can kind of go uh, the serious route if you want, if you, if, but you want to just kind of um, be playful about it, right? You don't want to get all serious, like, all right, we, we have to have children in 1.2 years of, of dating and, and, <laughs> no. you know, and things like that, right? But you do want to maybe say, hey, I'm, you know, uh, I'm, you know, dating in the, for, for the attentions of blank. 
yes. uh, in a committed relationship or, uh, you know, I'm looking for someone who's marriage minded, who wants kids one day. Mm-hmm. There's ways to say it. Right. And plus, you only get like a paragraph anyway. So right. you want to say something maybe like that and then say also, you know, if you're into food trucks, I'm, I'm your girl or, you know, things like that. You want to kind of keep it serious and light at the same time. Right. Yeah. And always keep it positive. Stay away always. from politics. Politics will ruin a dating profile quicker than. And a date. <laughs> now, you also want to be interesting. I like this. I like that. You know, uh, I don't like this and I don't like that. I, especially I don't like. Don't say I don't like a lot in there. Right. We don't want any negative nallies. Um, and so if you have a list, an endless list of your likes and dislikes. Right. Um, right. you're probably going to turn people off. So you just, you know, those who read your profile want to know what sets you apart. All right. So, um, an avid sports activity, uh, or maybe it's a unique job. Are you an outdoorsy or indoorsy person and why, you know, concerts, cottaging, you know, for instance, I love swimming at the cottage is my favorite thing to do, you know, tells a lot about you in just a few words, for example. And also you want to use descriptive language. Um, do you want to say something about that? Yeah, here, look, I'll, I'll read you one. I just recently did for a guy. Okay. He's, you know, six foot two, he's got Mm -hmm. a graduate degree and he's looking to settle down. So ladies, there are men out there that are looking to settle down. So here's what we came up with. Um, he he, basically under the about me on Bumble, he says, are you looking for a physically fit, hardworking amateur Lego builder? Question mark. Okay. I'm not into Legos, but two out of three, ain't bad which basically saying, Hey, I'm physically fit and hardworking. Uh Great. Okay. So then he says, looking for that special someone who is marriage minded and wants a couple munchkins someday dog's name is right. Said Fred package deal. You'll love him. That's it. That's the bio. (laughs) And that, and see short, sweet to the point and sure to grab somebody's attention. I absolutely love it. Again, guys, this is what Coach T. Anthony does for a living. You don't need to do this all on your own. You can get somebody to help you, and it's not that expensive. I think people think it's going to you know, break the bank, but it really isn't going to break the bank. Um, okay, so let's talk about quickly some mistakes that people make um, just online in general. Uh, first one, obviously, is negativity. Uh-huh. A lot of people don't even realize they're being negative. That's why I always suggest, hey, do a negative check. Give, it, give your profile to someone and let them read it and ask them, hey, do you feel anything in this profile is negative or coming off wrong? That's what the people don't do. Because sometimes how we express ourselves uh, is okay with us, but a lot of people are going to look at it as, oh, okay, that's, that's kind of negative, right? Also, um, you know, when it comes to... Uh, asking for what you want on a profile there's ways to say it like say you're a woman and you're you know 510 right and you know, obviously you, you you might want someone who's taller right so what you don't want to say is here's what i'm looking for blah 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 if you're not six, over six foot swipe left right <laughs> That's because so the rude. person that is six the person that is looking at your profile who's over six foot is going to think oh so none of these interests or none of these qualities matter, except, you know, you just put an emphasis on me having to be a certain height. Yeah. And a lot of apps already, high. yeah. And a lot of apps already allow you to filter based on height, you know, for example, yes. um, 
so there, there's nothing that you're going to gain from mentioning these things on your profile, but you're just going to look bad. So just don't even do it, please, please. And also not, not writing a bio or having a boring profile is a mistake. Um, having nothing but group pictures in your profile. And that I hate this when your first picture isn't your face, you know, if they post like a fish or something stupid, I oh. can't, I make fun of those people. Okay. I make fun of you. Do da, do da. Or, you know, bringing up baggage early on. Why do people do this? Okay. Bringing up baggage is going to be overwhelming to people. You don't want to scare them off. So, you know, or when you're too shallow, um, listen guys, like there are so many, I mean, we can only talk about so much in, in just like, I don't know, 45 minutes today. Um, but you know, again, if you need help, just reach out because the two of us are very qualified in this area to help you guys. Um, okay. So one more thing, you know, uh, vetting potential matches online. What are some of the things to keep an eye out for? Like some red flags. We have about 30 seconds, coach T Anthony, red flags. Uh, red flags, they, they chat and chat and chat forever. They never take the hint to move it offline to either a video chat or ask you out or, or things of that nature. So you have to take dating, uh, your dating life in your own hands, right? You need to move stuff forward. Uh, you don't want to get stuck in the same communication pattern. You want to, you want to match. Here's what I say. You want to match, you want to chat, you want to go to a video chat, and then you want to set up a date all within a week. Yes. I love it. I love it. A video guys is so important. So important. Okay. It's a great way uh, to pre-screen dating prospects. I love it. Any others quickly or are we good? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I, if you, if you get yourself your own blueprint, then you and, and use that consistently with everybody. You should be fine. You won't get stuck talking to someone for three weeks. Beautiful. Okay. That's it for our show today, guys. Thank you so much, Coach D. Anthony. Now, where can people learn more about you and find you if they want to work with you? Because you're amazing. Yes. Everyone can find me on Instagram. I have a whole new Instagram account. So come like me, come follow me. Um, you could slide in my DMs. Just try not to trip and fall. Um, <laughs> it's at the day coach. So it's T H E E day coach. I love it. All right, guys. And you can follow me on Instagram as well as official Laura Bellotta as well on TikTok and my events uh, and my matchmaking service are exploding. So if you are in the Toronto area and you want to meet singles, you definitely have to check out singleinthecity.ca. Guys, thank you so much for joining us tonight. What a fabulous show. I hope that you guys were able to take uh, a lot of tips from today's show and I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. Thank you.